0: It's The Real Estate Podcast, across every state, city and town of Australia.
1: And welcome to another episode of The Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio every morning, also on Spotify and Apple, and wherever you get your podcasts from. It is a Tuesday. Yes, Monday is behind us, thankfully. And it is the 26th day of July. Now, if you're trying to save for a deposit in these challenging times, it's not an easy proposition especially if you are a first home buyer and banks now are starting to scrutinise even more than they would during a normal set of circumstances and we can all agree that this is not normal and the reason of course it's so hard to save is because of the increasing cost of living and it does beg the question how can you save when everything is running against you? Well, Coming up in just a moment, we're going to be speaking with Tanya Steinbeck about Western Australian stamp duty and some actions that her organisation is taking. Now, if you're celebrating a your birthday today, happy birthday to you. It is the 26th and you are sharing it with frontman of the Rolling Stones, Mick Jagger. He's only two years off turning 80, 78 today. And I've got to say, I caught the Rolling Stones in concert back in 2015 by far and away the best concert I have ever seen by a long shot and Mick Jagger was bouncing around like a 16 year old on stage also celebrating their birthday is Sandra Bullock she's turning 57 somebody that would have been celebrating today very famous film director Stanley Kubrick unfortunately he died back in 1999 just after he finished filming Eyes Wide Shut and of course Stanley also directed the film Film, the Shining with Jack Nicholson.
0: Grab your coffee and switch on your real estate breakfast every weekday morning from 630 It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. All
1: right, let's check on your weather around Australia. First, we go to Sydney where the rain is going to clear. Expect windy conditions and a high of 18 degrees. Melbourne, the rain is back with one or two showers and it's going to be cool with just 12.00. Brisbane, it's going to be a sunshine Tuesday in 25 degrees. And in Perth, the rain is in your forecast and expecting a high of 19.
0: From first home buyers to property investors and everything in between. Every morning on the Real Estate Podcast.
1: Well, there are different organisations that have joined forces to go head to head with stamp duty in WA. And their aim is very simple, remove stamp duty. The Chamber of Commerce and Industry WA released its report stamping out stamp duty. It's a great title and saying that by doing so it would radically help those who need it the most and the households on a lower income and the report goes on to state that it would have an economic benefit and efficiency to the state so. So let's welcome in the Urban Development Institute of Australia WA Chief Executive Tanya Steinbeck. Good morning, Tanya. Welcome to The Breakfast Podcast.
0: Good morning and thank you for having me. So
1: this is all just common sense really, whichever way you cut and slice it, stamp duty's really got to go.
0: Look, it does. And it's one of those wicked problems, I suppose, that a lot of politicians have faced uh, over the the many years. And I think it's easier for them to stay away from it. It it does form a significant proportion of state revenue. We understand that. However, it really does put a handbrake on people's ability to be able to choose the home that fits their need uh, within the life stage that they're at. We've seen the recent sort of results of the census come out and uh, on census night, over a million homes weren't even occupied and highly significant. And I think what we need to be doing is facilitating and encouraging people to be transitioning between homes depending on what their needs are at the time. And stamp duty just puts a, a huge disincentive in place to stop people doing that.
1: Yeah, so stamp duty is a real hurdle, as you say, to leap over, and it's at that time when housing has this under-occupation on dwelling supply. You did mention that it's a high number, so just tell us a little bit more about that particular problem
0: sure well look I can certainly speak uh, in a in a Perth context where the vast majority of housing stock or established housing stock that we have here in Perth is four by two homes and what we need desperately is more one and two bedroom either apartments or dwellings and so because our stock is very much weighted towards the four-bedroom two bathroom property we're now seeing a significant level of underoccuped with, you know, a single person uh, rolling around in a three or four bedroom property because that's, that's the majority of the stock that we have available. When we're in an environment where we're, we have a severe skills shortage, we're trying to attract people back to the state as every other state in Australia is, is equally trying to do at the moment. It's incredibly inefficient to have a significant number of homes that are under occupied to the extent that they are. And I guess
1: to compound all of this, it does come at a time when it's really just a bit of a perfect storm with what is going on. As you say, we've got this problem of very little housing choice, record low rental vacancy rates too, which is adding to the problem, a shortfall in established residential stock and serious delays to new construction. So you can see how much of a mountain of a problem that all is.
0: Oh, it's it's incredible. We're not alone here in Western Australia. I mean, we're, we're battling with similar challenges all around the country. We're in a situation here uh, where it's very much chicken in the egg, where we're out there um, trying to promote Western Australia and, and Perth as uh, the place to come and work because we have such a significant skills shortage and we don't have the, the people to be able to build the houses or apartments or, or whatever sort of accommodation um, that's required. And we don't have anywhere for these people to live. We need the workers but our level of supply is at such a crisis level. We don't have sufficient housing choice for these people to be able to be accommodated.
1: Antonio, I saw that you were quoted as saying that stamp duty is disincentivizing people to right size now, which picks up on the point that you were talking to earlier, and also in the future, and will continue to have unintended consequences. So just once again, just highlight some of those consequences.
0: Yeah, well, look, I mean, stamp, stamp duty is, is a significant portion of the cost of purchasing a home. And that's on top of a whole range of other costs that you have in terms of agent fees and, and other bits and pieces. The median house price here, we are still the most affordable city in the country at the moment here in Perth. But if you were to sort of have this challenge in, in New South Wales or Victoria, where, you know, in New South Wales, we're looking at over a million dollars as the median house price. I mean, it's, it just puts housing or home ownership completely out of reach. The challenge around um, transitioning away from stamp duty, making sure that the state government still, it's a revenue neutral exercise for them because it it does form such a a significant part of their revenue that we need to make sure that the revenue side of things isn't heavily impacted by a change, but also to give people choice. And that's why, you know, we support, you know, an opt-in model whereby you can choose to pay the stamp duty up front if that makes sense for you, if you're intending on being in the property for a significant period of time. So I think it's about choice. I think it's about flexibility and providing those options to people to do what we can to help them get into a home that suits their needs.
1: And I think it's also important to highlight because many people living outside of WA won't be aware that for first home buyers, they don't have to pay stamp duty.
0: No. And, you know, I think one of the interesting points that the CCI report highlighted was the impacts on those people that can least afford it. You know, a couple of the things that I guess the WA state government has done is basically provided a, a exemption for stamp duty for first home buyers when you're purchasing a property under a certain amount. They've also provided a stamp duty rebate when you purchase an apartment off the plan. And that is a very deliberate strategy to try and encourage people to choose more dense projects to live in so that we can increase the rates of infill and density within. The city, and so there's a couple of smart things that the WA government have done, but you know at the end of the day, stamp duty still places a an enormous handbrake on on what should be a market that people can freely move about within.
1: Yes, and it's quite pressing, and it's not as if you had to wait very long for your report stamping out stamp duty to get an answer by the premier because he came back quite quickly last Thursday.
0: Uh, yes, he did. It was uh, a very quick response uh, via the media to, to CCI's report. It was a no, but you know that's something that I think it still needs to be worked through. Well,
1: thanks once again for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast. Really appreciate your time, Tanya.
0: Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia, the Real Estate Podcast.